Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Soul Talk with Leora Mandel and Rabbi David Aaron. Rabbi Aaron, this is a wonderful opportunity to be back with you, and I really would love to take this opportunity, we're going to be in a new format, to focus on very pointed questions. And specifically, I feel like the foundation of everything, especially when you're talking about soul talk, is God. We talk about God all the time, but I have a sense, even for myself, it's not always so clear. When we talk about God, when anyone refers to God, who or what is it that we're talking about? Great. Well, well, first of all, uh, God is not a what. Uh, God is a who. A what, you know, often when people want to be kind of uh, politically correct, they say he, she, it. Uh, he, she is okay. There's, there are uh, much uh, sources in, in Torah that refers to God as a woman. Uh, but it is inappropriate because it or uh, is is a what which is not self-aware. A rock is an it. And uh, so we, we don't refer to God as a what, but God is a who. And the question is, again, who who is God? Uh, the first thing, uh, you know, by definition, God has no definition. <laughs> so that makes it a little more complicated here. Uh because because as soon as we try to put God into words, we 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 lose much of much of the truth. Um, when when we refer to God, um, well, most people God is a being somewhere over there, perhaps in a place called heaven, looking down at us, and He's someone who created us a bunch of someones. And there's someone in heaven who created a bunch of human beings, someone's on earth, and someone up there is telling us down here what to do. Uh, but that's incorrect. The truth is that when, when atheists say they don't believe there's a God in existence, they're actually right. Uh, there is no God in existence there. God isn't somewhere over there. And he's not in existence. Rather, he is existence. The name that has been translated as God is a name that's spelt in Hebrew, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. And that name is referred to as Shema Havaya. And Havaya, the name of Havaya. And uh, we don't pronounce that name, which itself is an interesting thought, but not just now. Uh, the name Havaya means existence. So if an atheist says, I don't believe there's a God in existence, they're actually right. God is not existence. Uh, God is, or existence is what we call God. And we believe that God is even greater than existence, but the most immediate revelation of God would be what we would call existence. And we exist within existence. We're a part of existence. And... um and that's a very different understanding. Most people think that God is a being. Rather, Judaism believes God is all being and that there's really nothing but God at all. Um, now, where does that leave us? If there's nothing but God, that uh, leaves us within God as a part of God. Mm-hmm. And what uh, really Torah teaches is even though we're not God, 
we exist within God, we're a part of God, and there's really nothing but God. The metaphor would be a, a woman uh, with a baby. The, 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 the baby within the womb of the mother would be us, so to speak, in the metaphor. And the name yud heh vav uh, is is identified with the attribute of compassion, rachamim, uh, in Hebrew, and, and that word is connected to the Hebrew word rechem, which means womb. And uh, rachamim, which is unconditional love or compassion, is because we are to God like a baby is to the womb of her mother. We The baby is not the mother, and yet the baby exists within the mother. The baby is an extension of the mother, while still not being the mother, or still being very other than the mother and not the mother. And it wouldn't be correct to say there's a baby and a mother because the baby has no independent existence. So there's just a mother that includes a baby that's not her. <laughs> hmm. And so um, that's a very different orientation to what most people call God. It's a very, very different orientation. But my question is that if ultimately God is existence, then there's no way to deny him, so to speak, as much as you can talk about atheists uh, because existence is reality. So when, and as, as much as there's this idea that as much as we can, we want to believe in God, but there, with this definition of God, you may not call God, God, but I don't imagine mo- any human being who has some sense of uh, any kind of rational thinking could deny existence in this understanding of what God is. Right. Well, so, you know, I, I think to be more clear, it would make more sense rather than saying God is existence. It would make more sense to say existence is what we call God. Uh, because most people say, well, who says God is existence? And we're not saying God is existence. We're saying that existence uh, is what we call God. And existence, which is the all that includes everyone and uh, is certainly not less than everyone. You know, you can't have an, untel- an un- unintelligent whole with intelligent parts. You can't have an impersonal whole with personal parts. We believe that God, uh, well, what, 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 the whole is what we call God. And the whole it, we're referring to is not the sum total of the parts, you and I in the world. It's not even greater than the sum total of the parts, but rather the whole which was, is, and always will be. And we are that we are partial expressions of that one greater whole. And that great whole is what we call God. In other words, I believe in the whole. I believe the whole is no less than me and you. And uh, we can call the whole God. We can call the whole Hashem. We can call the whole, you know, it's not about the words we use. It's about the experience we have, which is we are part of a greater whole. We are, so to speak, unfolding and partial expressions of this greater whole. And this whole is certainly not any less intelligent or caring or, or conscious than you and I. In fact, some great Hasidic masters refer to God as the all, blessed be his name. And that God is the all, or actually the all is what we call God. Hmm. And this is such a different way of understanding when we talk about God, which is exactly why I'm asking. But I'm trying to understand it because if everything is encompassed in God, the all, and God is existence or existence is God, then would that mean that... Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before you go on, you can't say existence is God. That's what we would call idolatry. You can say 
God is existence and infinitely more. Okay. But you can't say existence is God. That's, that's really, uh, uh, Spinoza. Spinoza said God is everything and everything is God. Uh, we're okay with saying God is everything, but we're not okay with saying everything is God. It's like, I'm okay with people saying David Aaron is Rabbi Aaron. But I'm not okay with people saying Rabbi Aaron is David Aaron because I'm more than a rabbi. I'm also a father. I'm also a son. I'm also a brother. I'm also a, um, you know, uh, uh, an author. Uh, I, I am Rabbi Aaron, but Rabbi Aaron is a facet of who I am. I'm even greater than Rabbi Aaron. So I am Rabbi Aaron, but Rabbi Aaron is not who I am. I'm more than Rabbi Aaron. So too. We believe that the divine is existence, but existence is not the divine. Ex- the divine transcends existence is even greater than existence. So you have to be very careful in that. Sorry I interrupted you, but uh, we need no, to know that. No, I'm glad. And I, this is why it's good. I'm asking questions because I imagine others out there uh, could easily have the same questions I do or it really help the questions themselves really help uh, get clarity because it's so easy. And as you're talking about that, the way I phrased it to be idolatry, it makes me realize how easy it is to potentially slip into a idolatrous perspective when we're really trying to get clarity on what the godly perspective is. So in addition, going further into clarification questions, God encompasses so much, although isn't limited by everything he encompasses. So when I'm trying to connect... God, God doesn't encompass so much. God encompasses everything. Everything. <laughs> so much, so, yeah. I, no, I'm glad you keep on correcting me because it just, again, shows it's hard to wrap our minds and thinking process to degree around what you're saying. Cause as I keep asking questions, I'm not saying it quite right. But in terms of connecting to God, then when I'm connecting to nature, when I'm connecting to uh, other people, meaning God is in all that. And I would, I, is that a way to connect to God or, I mean, how do we connect to God? Who's in so all encompassing. Right. Well, you don't have to connect to God because it's too late. You're already connected to God. That's like a baby in the womb, or let's say twins in the womb of their mother. And one says, do you feel connected to mom? What do we need to do to feel connected to mom? It's too late. You're already connected to mom. If you exist, you're connected to existence. You're a partial manifestation of existence. The real question is, is do you think, speak, and act in ways that allows you to awaken to that truth? But the fact is, uh, it's a truth that is, and nothing you can say, think, or do will change the truth that you are connected to God, you exist within God, you are a part, so to speak, a part of God, while still not being God. Uh, and right this second, we're connected to, to, to the divine. The question is, how much do we know that? And how much do we live a lifestyle that is indicative of that? That's really the question. Hmm. So what you're saying is absolutely huge because it's a very good point. I mean, the example of the child in utero is so good, but you can think of a lot of things in life just because I choose not to acknowledge something. I mean, I may choose that a person could choose not to acknowledge that they have a mother, but anyone who exists has or had a mother at some point, And my lack of acknowledging that doesn't make that not true. Right. So right. a person who says they don't believe in God, well, that was the term of how aware am I, to, uh, the awareness that I have awake how awake am I to truth? So my denying this truth doesn't mean the truth doesn't exist. It just means I am not alert right. and awake and aware and living my life with that consciousness of that truth. Right. I have an animation that I did uh, called Hole in One, W-H-O-L-E, uh, Hole in One. It's two drops in the ocean. 
And one drop says to the other one that he doesn't believe in the ocean. And the other drop says, how could you not believe in the ocean? And he says, well, where is he? How come I can't see him? And he says, the reason why I can't see him is not because he's too far, it's because he's too close, because he there, he's all that is, and we exist within him, and we're a part of him. And the other drop is just having a very hard time with that. And he says, well, if if we're a drop in the ocean, then he'd be in us and we'd be in him. And he says, well, we are in him and he isn't us. There's nothing but the ocean. And the other one says, nothing? We're nothing? He says, no, we're drops. And he says, oh, that's really depressing. He says, no, there's no greater feeling than feeling part of the greater. And so the truth is, just like a drop in the ocean, the drop cannot not be connected to the ocean. And if you want to taste the ocean, the drop has to just taste itself because the drop is H2O and so is the entire ocean. And in essence, there's no difference, but the, the difference is the drop is a part and the ocean is the whole. But other than that, in essence, there is no difference. They're both H2O. And so according to Judaism, the way one comes to God is through deeply experiencing their, the, the truth of their existence as part of that which is greater than themselves. Wow, wow, wow. Now I have a question because a lot of people seem to have a hard time with the word God. They're, they're okay with the concept of the universe or mother nature or, I don't know, you can give it another term, but when it comes right. to actually saying God, people have a hard time. And yet you're explaining that God is, I'm so part of God, like the drops in the ocean. You'd almost think it should be natural for a person to want to connect to this reality. Why do we have resistance to it? Uh, because the name God and the way people read the Bible in a superficial way, uh, God is a person uh, somewhere over there uh, who's telling us what to do and judging us. And that's a, a big part of people's narrative uh, around God. The, the fact that people are very attracted to this idea of, of the universe is much closer to the genuine Jewish attitude because the universe suggests that I'm existing within the universe. I'm a part of the universe. The universe embraces me. I'm a facet of the universe. I'm not the universe. So the truth is that this idea of Judaism and the idea of the universe are actually quite close, although I still think universe is way too small and limiting to describe the divine as the universe. So the Judaism saying God is existence and universe is a facet of existence. But nonetheless, what they're intuiting is something very beautiful, which is they're looking for a truth about divinity that incorporates them, that that encompasses them, that accommodates them, and that they are really a part of no matter what. There's nothing you could do to ever cut yourself off from the universe. So uh, there's something very beautiful about that, although limiting. And so I, you know, but we do refer to God as Makomo Shilolam. And Passover, we say, Baruch HaMakom Baruch Hu, blessed is he, blessed is the place. And one of the uh, references of God is that God is the place. Again, the same idea that God is the space, the place where in which all exists and what and of whom all is a part of. It's, um, but, uh, but people are stuck in a childish understanding of God as someone over there. And God is not someone over there. God is the one. There's none but the one. You're someone. You're some of the one. Each and every one of us is a masterpiece, a piece of the master. Hmm. You know, as you're explaining this, I'm thinking reality is reality. And I think most people, if you're of sound mind, aren't going to deny certain realities. But then I think the harder thing might be when reality demands something of me, 
um, which God does have expectations of us, which is what I'd really like to focus on in maybe our next um, segment together uh, in Soul Talk is understanding, okay, there's God, there's us. What does God want from us? Why did he create us? But maybe that's where sometimes it gets difficult to have to acknowledge the reality that actually is asking things of us. Right. The, the first step uh, is, is reality conscious? Uh, and uh, I believe that reality, which is the whole, and I'm a part of that whole, cannot be any less than its parts. And if I'm conscious, then reality is conscious. And the question is, is there is there a so to speak a dialogue between the baby and the mother? You know, imagine uh, uh, the, the twins again in the womb, and one says, "I don't, I don't think mom could care less about us." And he's, what are you talking about? We exist within her. We're a part of her. We're a facet of her. And uh, and so when we talk to God, it's like a baby talking to its mother, while within the mother. Um, yeah, it's it's a very it's it's a paradigm shift that's for sure for most people, and I think it's a it's a healthy one because again most people understand God is a an infinite being somewhere over there, and I could never get close to that infinite being. Every step towards the infinite leaves me an infinite journey ahead of me. Mm. Well, Rabbi Aaron, I really want to thank you because this has been an amazing opportunity to start really unraveling what I call such fundamental concepts. God is an absolute fundamental concept for anybody who wants to live their life God as a God-based life. But understanding what God is, who God is, who God, there isn't a what, who God is, is the really first step to then building the next floor, building the next level. And that's what I really hope we'll be able to continue to do over the next number of times where we um, have soul talk, is to start really going down to the basic foundation of understanding who is God, and then we will continue to build on this. So I hope you'll all join us next time. Soul Talk, Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel. Shalom. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom!
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio.